So there I was, out in Eppersong Woods, grinding rep on my main. I was grinding rep because Northern End was just too damn crowded. Wanted to do something easy, something relaxing, something fun when you're such a high level doing those low level quests for rep. That's a blast. So I'm out in Eppersong Woods, the Blood Elf, and I'm cruising along. And I pick up the quest. Those of you who know the area will know this one. Very early on, you're running down the road. There is a guy there with a question, uh, uh, exclamation point rather, over his head. Says, go see my friend. He's down by the river. You go to see the friend. He says, oops, I dropped a book in the river. Can you get it for me? Because ugh, I'm a blood elf. I can't get my feet wet. Anyway, you know that quest. Well, that's where I am. And there are about uh, five... Down by the bridge, there are five Alliance, ranging in level from 56 up through 75. Now, I ain't here to bother with you. I'm here to grind rep. So, I go to the quest giver, I turn it in, he says, oh, I dropped my book, go in the water, get it for me. I dive into the water, I get the book, I come out, quest giver is dead. I am miffed, I am pissed, but fine. So... I sit down and I'll wait for him. I'm not gonna even flip you off. Now, the quest giver was killed by an alliance named Druid, uh, with little funny symbol over the U. Now, as I sit down to wait, and of course they're all, you know, emoting the little hearts out because that's all they can do, and I'm not even acknowledging them. It's like, fine, you wanna be a jerk off? Fine. I'll sit here and wait. Well, as I'm sitting there patiently waiting, this druid in, because he is a druid, in his little cat form, comes over, stands on top of my character, and starts doing what really pisses me off, which is all that, uh, what is it? Well, you've seen it, corpse humping, only I wasn't a corpse. And, and just nasty, and, and I've talked about this. You have heard me go on. This is one of those pet peeves of mine that just irks the ever-loving crap out of me. I don't know what it is. Some of you may think, oh, that's funny. I don't. I think it's disgusting. I think it's rude and gross and disgusting and just like, ew. So this ticks me off to no end. But I'm not stupid. There's five of them. And I'm not going to be somebody's tin duck. Thank you very much. A little level seven blood elf comes running up and says, don't kill them. Don't kill them. They're my alliance friends. Like, well, you got some crappy tasting friends, buddy. I, of course, tell this person in, in open chat, I said, oh, no, I have no intention of killing them. I intend to call them out. But actually, I'm not going to call all of them out. I'm only going to call one of them out. And the story continues. Because while I'm there, still waiting for my quest giver to return, one of the, the, the jerk named Druid leaves. And a few minutes later, a Death Knight appears by the name of Arthas with little funny squiggly lines over the A's. Who whispers to me, hey, he's like, get, you know, get your pet out, whispers to me. And I'm thinking, okay, well, all right, a horde death knight and my hunter self can take on, you know, four of them, four alliance, all right. This, the, the odds have just evened up a little. And then this person makes a real critical error and whispers to me, says, I'm Druid. Druid with the little funny squiggly line over the U. And I said, wait a minute, wait, 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 you're the Druid guy who killed my quest giver and was doing all those disgusting things? LOL. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he goes charging into battle. I, I arm myself. I get my pet out. He goes charging into battle. And I just stand there and let him get his ass kicked by his alliance friends. I just stand there unflagged, just watched. Next thing I get in whisper, WTF? 
Needless to say, I respond, LOL. <laughs> yeah, scumbag. The story gets better. I leave. I get a, this guy whispers again saying, he drops two of my guildies names. Uh, hey, uh, you know, are they on? He drops two guildies names. I said, no. Well, wouldn't you know, it's about three minutes later, one of my, one of the, n the named guildies comes on. So the first thing I do is whisper her and go, by chance, do you know this person? Please don't tell me you know this person. And she whispers back. She goes, no, I don't. But it's funny you should say that because this very person just started, like, cursing me out and whisper. I had to put him on ignore. So, ladies and gentlemen, this reaches the boundaries of bizarre. One, it had a happy ending because <laughs> they died. But um, this is just bizarre weird you can't make this stuff up so we got somebody on the horde uh, who's we got, you know what both sides need to look out for this person that's all i gotta say because this person is unstable so if you see druid or arthas with little funny lines over the vowels stay away from this person just stay the hell away from them because they they're just too unstable for human contact i think um they're just a little too freaky and a little too weird. But I had to share that with you because it was just too odd that the very same person who kills my quest giver has the audacity to say to me, come back under their Death Knight Horde character and then go try to like get my help to kill their friends. It was very satisfying to just watch him die, though, gotta say. But yeah, dropping my guildies' names and then they don't even know who the hell he is. And just like, what planet are you on? So be aware of this weird person lurking around on both sides of the fence. And, you know, just, just stay away from him. And uh, if he happens to be listening to, to the show, uh, stop. We don't want you listening. And uh, we don't want you ever listening to... And welcome to For the Horror Radio, episode twenty seven. Thank you very much for downloading and listening to all our new and old listeners. We thank you very, very much. As you may have guessed, we are not here to discuss old stuff. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. We are going to talk, yes, spoilage. Spo you're going to have so much spoilage that you're going to, you know, this, this pod is going to give off a stench. You're going to walk by and go, ooh, what's that smell? And it's the podcast, leaking spoilage, okay? We're going to have a lot of spoilage on this show. So, warning, up front, right at the beginning, if you don't have Wrath, haven't played it yet, or still just getting a character up to speed, whatever, you're going to hear some spoilage going down in this show. Uh, cannot be helped because, hey, it's new. It's new and it's cool. So to get away from that very disturbing opening story, well, that was just, let me tell you, I had several opening stories lined up. I kept replacing one after another after another, the more stuff that occurred. Some with Alliance, some with Horde, which was sad to say, but true. And that one just topped them all. That one, I, I had that situation, and I said, there, that's my opening, because ain't nothing else going to happen that's going to beat that. 
But yes, um, had many run-ins with Alliance and Horde of late, which is sad to say, a uh, very cutthroat kind of world out there. And yet I'm hearing stories from guildies about kind people that are out there that are lending hands. Again, both sides, Alliance and Horde, which is very cool to hear about. But I just, not my luck. But yes, we're going to talk about, uh, first thing we're going to talk about in the Wrath expansion, we are going to talk about Northerend. Now, I have not been that far in. My main is only 74. I am a slow leveler. Some folks in my guildie, in the guilds, have already hit 80. Some are damn close to hitting 80. And I will say, I think you move faster in level than you did in Burning Crusade. I remember the grind, and I stress the word grind, from 60 to 70, taking eons. Just months. And I think you folks out there who did it with are going to agree with me on that. I remember just taking forever. And now either they lowered the XP bar, which I really don't think they did because I've looked at that number and it's mighty high. I mean, I know you're getting more XP like per kill. I know you're getting more XP per quest. So that could help. But I also think they did a couple of things right. They learned from Burning Crusade and they have done things a little differently in this expansion that I have seen so far. Perfect thing, which I love, is uh, the opening, the, the starting area. There are two starting areas. I'm assuming it's the same for the Alliance. On the Horde side, there are two starting areas. You got the Fjord and you got the Tundra. It's Horde only. It's Horde only. Good start there. What a brilliant idea. Faction only split. It clears up for, you know, too many people going after the same target in the beginning. And I stress that in the beginning because at 74, I'm running into that problem, but we'll get to that later. So that was a brilliant idea. And both sides have their own little things. And I will say the quest, I mean, grow, right? You got your grinds. You got your some grinds, but they kind of mixed it up. It definitely mixed it up a little bit this time. And you got different quests. You have unusual quests. You got fun quests where you get to drive a tank. Those of you who have done that know that was a blast, wasn't it? You drive a tank. You, there, you, you know, you get to save Kodo. It's neat and different. And they also, I think, kind of learned, because if you remember those who did Burning Crusade from the beginning, you were just, I mean, raise your hand. How long were you out in Hellfire Peninsula? Oh, my God. Oh, sweet Lord Jesus, Lord, Mother of McCree, you were out there forever. It felt like that anyway. You just felt like you were never going to leave. You were never getting anywhere else. You were going to just, the quest did not stop. And that's good, but not so good. It just like went on and on. You couldn't wait to leave. What they've seemed to do in this time around is they have a little bit of quests in one area and you bang them out and then they send you somewhere else. And you go to that outpost and you do a couple of little quests there and you take down the boss and then they send you somewhere else. So you're never in one area for too long. Now, there are some areas which kind of which start wearing on you. I know the one area that started wearing on me was, uh, oh, I can't even think of it. It's the, uh, oh, it's it's the Torrin part two. It's the Torrin with faces. Not the Torrin don't have faces, but these have different faces. I don't know what the heck the Tonka, the Tonka trucks. I don't know. They're, they're, whatever the heck they're called out in the tundra. I kind of felt 
I was there a little too long. It was feeling like, oh God, another quest. I felt like I was never getting out of there. And I think that was largely due to that big pit with all the robots and stuff. They kept, they kept sending you back there like 8,000 times, which was really annoying. But that's another story. <laughs> but for the most part, Blizz has gotten it right where they don't keep you in any one area too long. So it never feels like, oh God, I'm never, get, I'm never leaving. So that was really smart, I think. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, even at 74, I am coming across now the quests where both sides are after the same target. This is bad. This was why I was grinding for rep. Because I gave up. I threw my hands up in disgust. Well, okay, not disgust. But I threw my hands up and I said, I ain't doing this. I am not going to sit here and fight, you know, ten people for one mob. Uh-uh. That's not my idea of fun. And sure, I could have done another quest, but eh, I didn't feel like it. So, ah, grinding for rep was far more fun. And it is, by the way. So, I just, I just couldn't. But it, you're right, I'm, I'm noticing that now. Uh, it's starting to get to that point where both sides are doing the same quest for the same targets, and it's getting a little ugly. Uh, I have seen it in other areas, just not so strong prior to this. I mean, there are, there were other things, um, pretty early on out on the tundra side which i have done more of i played around with the the fjord place a little bit but not too much uh just long enough to see a turkey which can i just say are really funny and what's funny about the turkeys if you haven't seen them yet it's hysterical um but when you see a turkey because there is the achievement you got to kill 15 turkeys in three minutes which when i first saw turkeys running around i went <laughs> no problem and then i realized they had the revert too walking around in that area uh he's not mechanical he's i think a big giant tree of some nature but he's just as 80 elite and ground shaken as the reaver ever was so yeah the reaver part two is moving around there and i went eep and there went my achievement but the turkeys are all over the place but when you kill them what's funny is when you kill them they turn into a little roast turkey <laughs> is that not the funniest thing uh, you gotta love Blizz with their sense of humor. They do some things that just piss you off, and other times they do something like that, and you just gotta smile. But anyway, so, but most of my time has been spent over on the other side, and, uh, for those of you who have been on the Tundra side, you're gonna know this, the quarry. Yeah, most people cringe when they're hearing this. It's one of those areas, they keep sending you back there, and a rock keeps sending you back there over and over again. Yes, uh, you heard a rock, a giant rock. Yeah, you get the quest from a rock, and he sends you back to talk to other rocks. It's really interesting. Uh, but when I went in there, it was a free-for-all. There were so many people charging in, Horde and Alliance, just doing these quests at different levels. Because, like I said, they keep sending you back in, so everyone's on a different stage. But I will say, I did see uh, some cutthroatness going down. Because after you do however many quests, they always send you, you know when you're almost at the end because they send you after a boss. And not necessarily a boss boss, but somebody with a name. You know, they want you to go kill one guy with this name, you know, Fred. We pick on Fred a lot, but Fred. And I go to kill him, and I, okay, he's over there, so I go there. And I arrive there, and I see a night elf warrior who is there before me. Now, being the player I am, I wait. I, well, because the guy isn't there. The guy is gone. Somebody got to him. She was next behind the velvet rope. I get behind her. It's like, okay, you know, you were here first. Fair is fair. When he reappears, buddy's all yours. I'll wait. My turn. 
That's how I play. I try to be fair because, hey, everyone's just trying to do their thing, right? Well, while I'm waiting, and she's kind of right in the circle waiting for the guy to repop, a dwarf hunter runs up. Now, what would have happened, now I can't be 100% on this. I can't be 100% if this, if, I, I don't, hunt, I, I don't know, but if they were smart, they would have grouped. Because, of course, when you're both going after the same target and you're both the same faction, hey, makes life easy for everybody. Everyone wins. I had that. Going after a quest target, I'm waiting for him to respawn. Up behind me comes some undead. And he's wait. here was the funny part. He was just waiting. And I finally had to say, are you going after so-and-so? Yeah. Do you want a group? Uh, okay. Like, well, what were you going to do? Ninja him for me? It's just easier all around if you group. Get your head, because that's all they want. They want your head. Get the head and leave. So they should have grouped. And here is why I don't think they did. Because the dwarf started to volley. He put a trap in the center and started to volley using the volley spell. And any of you who don't know, um, for hunters, you probably do, but in case you don't, volley is an AoE. It's a big area of effect that drops a bunch of arrows. So anything that's going to come in there is going to aggro. And he's doing this waiting for the guy to respawn so that when the guy responds, he's immediately targeted by this guy. Now, in the meantime, you got some, like, ad repops. And one aggro's the warrior, so she starts dealing with that. The hunter's still standing there, volleying in the center of the thing. Another one repops and charges on the hunter. And he sticks his pet on him and is still waiting. And while this is going on, the boss comes back. And of course, since this guy has his traps and his volley going, it aggro's on him immediately. Now, here is why I think they weren't grouped. Is why nobody thought to do this. Because once the warrior got done with her ad, she turned around and just let him fight this thing by himself. Which is usually the wow signal, the wow language of screw you. And sadly, I mean, the boss is not a big boss. It's only like, you know, a one to two levels at most over you at that point. So he ain't that hard. Not an elite. So he went down pretty easy. And I, I, I gotta tell you, I felt bad. I felt bad for that night elf. Because that's just like, oh, if they weren't grouped, that was just cutthroat. That was just mean. You know, why, why couldn't you just group? You're the same faction. It would have made sense all around. And she left um, pretty much right after that. So I don't know. Maybe they were grouped. But just that, what tips me that they maybe weren't was the fact that she just turned around and watched him while she fought. Now, if you're grouped, you usually will charge in and help out. Unless maybe she was the jerk. So, can't really tell. Other faction. But I just saw that and, and I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That this guy ninja this boss off of her. And just wrong. If that was the case, that is just so wrong. Ah, uh, but anyway. So I've noticed that behavior. I had a horde screw me over completely. Which, which irked me to no end. I was doing a quest out in uh, New Haven Town, which sounds like a suburbanite area. It's almost like you expect to drive up and have like a security guard there going, Hi, who you wish to visit? Okay. You know, it just has that... <laughs> this is a place I found that they send you back to a lot. But there's a quest, and it's slightly tricky, but it's cool because it's different. You gotta steal three war horses. Now the catch to this quest is the war horses are being ridden on by a knight. And the warhorses are hostile as well. So when you fight them, you got the two of them on you. They don't separate until the knight dies. So the plan here is to target the knight, 
let the knight die, and then you get some special riding crop, which you use on the warhorse, which allows you to ride it. Ride it back to town, do this three times. So it's a little tricky, but not terribly tricky. So here I am, I fight the knight, I end up with an ad, so I put the pet on the knight, and I finish my ad, and I turn around, and I kick the, you know, kick the knight's butt, and I get the riding thing, and I go to tame the horse, and I hop on the horse, and the next thing I see is a big fireball come out of left field and kill the horse. So the horse dies. And I look, it's a blood elf mage, who types in, LOL, haha. <laughs> know what I said back? Asshole. Out loud, big capital letters, asshole. Next thing he says to me, reported. I said, good, go ahead. I hope he did. What I hope is that Blizz went to him and said, you know what, she's right, you are an asshole. I, it's like, I'm sorry, that is just mean. That's just mean play. You know, why would you do that to another player? I don't care what faction they are, but why would you do that? That's just mean. And think it's funny. And think that, like, I'm wrong to be upset with you. Jerk. I, I never got any message from a GM or anything. I didn't care either. It was like, you know what? You come to me and say something. You're damn right I called him that. T for teen my ass. You got a bunch of babies running around in here. I have no business being in this game. I'm sorry. <gasps> Went off there for a moment. I apologize. Bad behavior like that, as you have noticed, ticks me off. And... I'm not going to talk about bad behavior anymore. I'm going to shift from bad behavior because it just irks me too much. It does. It really just nails on a chalkboard to me. We're going to talk about the cuteness that exists out in Northern because that is more fun to talk about, the cuteness. And there is just extreme amounts of cuteness. And I think Blizz is trying to appeal to the female side. Not trying to be sexist. I'm just saying... Because it does seem that more of the female ladies find the cuteness factor just darn cute, and the guys could care less. Case in point, baby elephants all. Baby elephants are all over the place very early on out in the tundra. They call them mammoths. They're baby elephants. Now, I have a baby elephant pet from the Orphan Quest, and I love my baby elephant. It is so freaking cute. I love it. It is so adorable. And here they are all over the place. These are adorable little baby elephants just cruising all over the field. Then you have them stuck in the traps. Yes, you have evil trappers who are trapping baby elephants and you have to go free them. If you don't look at this little trapped baby elephant and not feel some tug, something tug at you, you have no soul. I'm sorry. Because after you free, I think, oh yeah, eight of them, um, after you free them and you turn the quest in, they're still trapped. They still go around getting trapped, obviously, because the quest continues for everybody. But, like, you walk by, you want to keep freeing them. I walk by them, and it's like, you know, baby mammoth makes mournful sound. It makes you feel so bad. You just want to keep freeing them. They're so pathetic. Um, but they're rottenly cute. Uh, and of course, oh, oh, can we talk about the baby blizzard bear? Has everyone gotten their fourth anniversary baby blizzard bear? Oh my god. Can we talk about how cute this is? Oh my god. It's adorable. It's just freaking adorable. I have a very funny story to tell you about the baby blizzard bears. Day everybody got them whenever they released it and everyone had their baby blizzard bear everyone was excited They all had them out as their little pet We went and took on Ani like 
six, seven of us because we were bored. <laughs> so, yeah, and that is, think back, old timers, yeah, hi, think back to when, you know, you needed 40 people to do it, and now six people are bored and say, oh, let's go take down Ani. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a mind trip, but anyway. So we decided to take, go and play with Ani. Everyone's got their baby blizzard bear out. Now, for those who have never done Ani, I'm going to set the, the visual scene as best I can for you so you can get this. Imagine a very large, big dragon. This was during phase three when I looked up because I was on my healer, was on the pally, and I look up and I took in this scene. So this is phase three. It's the very end of the fight. You got this giant pissed off dragon just breathing flames on everybody. You got lava shooting up out of the rocks in the ground. You have whelps coming out of the caves. And all you see running around while all this is going down are these little baby polar bears, oblivious to the danger. It was really funny. You got all hell breaking loose in this cave with lava and fire and everything. And the bears are just frolicking around. It was very funny. But yes, they have huge amounts of cuteness. Even in quests, they have cuteness. I, I will tell you a, a, a bit of a spoilage. Uh, if you've done the Murloc quests, again, pretty early on, semi-early on, uh, there's a little Murloc island of good Murlocs, not the Gorlocs, not the evil gremlins on crack, not them. They're, they're, I, I, you know, when I heard about Gorlocks, I was thinking, yeah, way to go, Blizz. I saw these things, man, I stand corrected. These things are creepy looking. <laughs> these things are really unsettling. I want one as a pet. You can't, they're humanoid, but I really want one as a pet because you walk into anywhere with this thing at your side, believe me, you will clear a room. You go into the bank with that thing, people will just make room for you. Uh, too bad they cannot be a pet, though. However, go to the Murloc Island little little outcrop of murloc and a bunch of murloc quests and one of them involves saving a bunch of baby murlocs oh how adorable and of course they're very cute little baby murlocs they got big eyes they're very small and i had seen a bunch of following people around because actually they stay with you for like a minute or two after because there's like three or four in a cage you have to save 20 of them so if you're really quick about it you can like have yourself surrounded by like 20 baby murlocs which is really funny you release them and they go wee and they jump around and they follow you around while you kill things and whatnot and it's very cute so i saw a bunch of other people run around baby murlocs saving them and then it was my turn my turn to save baby murlocs and i was down for it i said all right here we go so i go over to the cages and i open it up and i'm like come here baby murloc i'm here to save you you would adorable big-eyed little murloc what can let let me take you away from this evil place and baby murloc looks at me and goes ew troll i didn't like the baby murlocs after that i had a problem with baby murlocs like excuse me did you notice this this pot over here with the spices right next to this cage did you see did you see the menu lying on the table with a picture of your face on it there let me let me introduce you to two words fish fry ew troll we didn't hear from that baby murloc again and the other baby murlocs learned they learned yes they did because every so often i would have a bunch of baby murlocs following me and i'd turn around quick on them and they would just sit there be looking at my pet because my pet likes fish too did i mention that ew troll somebody ought to teach these little murlocs freaking manners smack their little heads off. They're rescuing them and they have the nerve to do... Oh, 
We didn't hear too much out of Baby Murlocs after that one mouthed off. No, we didn't, because we showed that Baby Murloc the, the nice boiling pot of water with the spices. Taught him a lesson. Anyway. Yes, having fun with Northern. Noticing some uh, some bad player behavior on both sides, and I ain't, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking what this does to people. I have an issue with it, so just a reminder. Be mindful that other people are trying to play the game, too. Yeah, have some, use some common sense and have some common courtesy. I think we need to remind people of this every so often because they forget. Especially when it's new and everyone gets excited. But yeah, just uh, some really bad behavior happening and I don't like seeing that. I d and I know a lot of people don't like seeing that. Their rudeness and it, it takes away such fun and it shouldn't because Northern End is a lot of fun. If you haven't gotten there yet or are working your way towards there or whatever, you're going to have a good time. It ain't Burning Crusade and we're thankful that it's not. And on that note, we're going into our first break, so here we go. Get up early when the sleeping pill wakes me. I take a wake-up pill to fill with energy. I power on hard and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages. I take a driving pill and head to my car. I drive around the because work isn't very far. I call my phone and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages, all I know. Driving on drugs feels better when they're prescription. All I know is the world looks beautiful, the world looks so damn beautiful. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Anything but quiet these days I try to mitigate my concentration rates I can see the day unfold in front of me So I take the stairs and hit the gym The phone is ringing when I get to my desk What was the sting and now a sharp pain in my chest So I take a call the next and just chill And then it's time for lunch again All I know is work is easy When you don't stress out about deadlines All I know is to take my medicine I always take my medicine Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. I can't stay to work late Gotta leave and get ready for my second date With a pretty girl that I met at the pharmacy Right in the prescription line I take a pill for my social anxiety I get a table and a nice bottle of Chablis Now it's getting late and there's still no sign of her I have another glass of wine All I know is the wine lasts longer When you don't gotta share it with someone All I know is the steak tastes better When I take my steak taste better pill Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never 
felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now, right now Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Alright, so, like everybody else who got wrath, I have rolled a death knight. Was yeah. it a torrent? No. Well, the first one was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure nobody could see this coming. You know, hey, V rolled a death knight. Wow, what a surprise. No, um, it was a torrent. Yeah, it was a Tarn, but you know, from a lore standpoint, just didn't quite fit. You know, Tarn being, you know, peaceful, you know, tree-hugging, you know, shamanistic kind of creatures. Uh, it just didn't quite feel right. I mean, they looked just bloody impressive. I mean, standing there looking all evil, you know, <laughs> finally some glowing eyes that are cool. Okay, beyond, besides the, you know, besides, you know, the undead. They well, got yeah. cool glowing eyes. But, yeah. you know, these glowing eyes are different. Somehow, I don't know what it was, they're different, and they're cool, and I'm, I'm digging it. Okay. But it just didn't, it, it, darn it, it just didn't soar, you know? Wasn't clicking. No, one click, and I was not uh, was not thrilled with it. You know, played it through a little bit and said, "Yes, no, I'm just not warming up to this." So, you know, I went through the, you know, the, you know, the tune creation screen there, and you know, fiddled around. I was like, "Okay, how about that? Undead Death Knight? Ah, it just looks too Tolkien. You know, it's just not quite right." Uh, so I caved and settled on a blood elf. <laughs> I just caved. Boom, there it is. Okay. I got a death knight. There's a blood elf. And there really is kind of where my interest in the death knight stops. Because I'm, I have a, what I think is very contrary point of view on uh, the whole death knight thing. And probably flying in the face of all that is... Uh, all that's held, you know, dear and wonderful and etc. amongst the uh, WoW community right now. But um, I think the the Death Knight itself, you know, the hero class, the Death Knight, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it is. And it's got a bunch of new abilities and diseases and runes and, you know, you can just do all kinds of groovy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... My problem with it's this: there's no, there's no sense of ownership. It's like, bam, you've got a character of 55. Here you go, off you go into the world now. When I first heard, when I first heard that, you know, you, you know, you start out at 55, I was like, fantastic! I don't have to go through the barrens. I don't have to, you know, futz around in the in the ghost lands again. No barons, no ghost lands. I'm just boom, right there. I've got all that behind me. I've got all the flat points. I've got all the first aid. I've got riding skill. Whoa, I'm going to have riding skill? Yes! But you roll a character and it's just not there. You don't have that same sense of history with them. Now, I know that there's a ton of lore out there regarding Death Knights. And I know, I just had gotten through it yet or even to it and i'm sure if i had gotten through warcraft 3 and frozen throne which as i have mentioned is sitting on the shelf just to my left going play me play me then 
I probably would have different feelings on the matter, but it was, it's sort of like, you know, turning 16 and getting this massive sports car. You know, it's cool. You can do some stuff with it, but there's, there's no history there. I, I like the cow. I mean, the cow is cool. The Madge is cool because I've had to go through, God, I don't know how much crap to get them where they are. I mean, it's almost like they're a little extension of me. Which, yeah, it's a little guru, but anyway, <laughs> you've had to go through a bunch of stuff to get them where they are. I mean, hell's bells. How many times did, you know, we go through, you know, name that instance with the cow? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we went through Ulda. <laughs> yeah, okay, we went through Ulda. We went through that, uh, is it Something like that. Yeah, yeah, we went through that. Yeah, Sunken Temple. I mean, so all of that, that sum total of experiences that are wrapped up in the cow are kind of what make the cow unenjoyable. Because, you know, as we've covered, you know, the cow's not the greatest warrior on the face of the earth. I mean, he's, I mean, the cow is cool, but maybe not necessarily the one you won't lead in the charge as you, uh, you know, tromp into an instance. That said, that said, though, I've got a lot of history with the cow, and I've got similar history with the Madge. And I mean, the Madge and the, and the uh, Death Knight are hitting right around the same level here. I'm thinking the Madge is probably 53, 54, somewhere around there. And it's taken me, you know, a hell of a long time to get them there. But there I am, boom, Death Knight, 55, all the fly points, riding skill, first aid. Woohoo. Now go out and kill stuff. Okay, well, that's, that's kind of what you would do anyway, but how do I go about this? Hmm, I have a new set of attacks and, you know, attack rotations and such to learn, and I don't know one damn thing about them. So, I don't know. Just well, This is why they have the preschool. Which, now, I will say this, that is coolness. Oh, isn't it awesome? That is pretty sweet. Now, Ebenhold, Ebenhold, um, that was kind of interesting. And if you took a minute to walk through there and read the stuff that was laying on the ground, you felt kind of dirty. You're like, wow. <laughs> how about that for the propaganda? I mean, <laughs> yee. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> students of history take note. Anyway, and then you go and you kill villagers. Now, killing villagers, I was, I was okay with that. I didn't feel bad about it. Um, it was really kind of neat. And was, wow, this is cool. And, you know, here's how you get your horse. All right, that's great. Oh, go catch this. Go steal this horse. We'll send it somewhere, kill it, and resurrect it. Okay. Hmm. Kind of gruesome. <laughs> kind of nasty. But it's a cool-looking horse. Mm -hmm. It's a cool mount. I mean, it does steal a little bit of thunder from the Warlock mounts, I gotta say. But still pretty, pretty cool. And the sound it makes when you summon it. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. It's Jeez. almost like chilling. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I'll talk about that a little more in a minute. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, here, go kill all these villagers. And I'll tell you, a frightened villager... Not easy to catch. <laughs> if they get pa if they get past you, forget it. You're done. Just go look for another one, because you can't catch up to them. And it's not like you got a f spell you can fling at them right then. You have death grip. 
Oh, hell. Okay. Death Grip, the, the only thing that makes being a Death Knight worthwhile is that spell. That is pretty cool, true. Didn't think you using it then. Why? <laughs> didn't think to. Didn't know. I had a new, a whole new set of spells, and no, I didn't think to use that one. <laughs> Crap. Okay, once again, <laughs> Big V was that noob who. <laughs> yeah, you want to see? You want to see who that Death Knight was running after the villagers, going, "Come back here, you bastards!" <laughs> Yeah, that was me. That was, that was me. Yeah, I, I was the guy not using death grip. <laughs> I was being very organic about the whole experience. Well, I mean, that's what the to me that's what a kindergarten area is for, especially at that level when you are so high up. Yeah. And they kind of, like you said, pretty much start you off and you have everything. It's to try everything. Yeah. That's all I was doing. Any button that lit up, I pressed. I didn't <laughs> care what it did. I just kept pressing buttons. It was like, oh, you lit up. Sweet. What do you do? And to me, that's how I learn, like what does what and what works better with what and that sort of thing. That's my way of learning. I know some people take it a lot seriously than that, but I don't. Yeah, well, I mean, how long did it take for the cow to kind of learn how to tank? That was a good 67, 68 levels. (laughs) Something tells me I'm not going to be squeezing all the juice out of this death knot in the starting area, historically speaking. But anyway, I tried, and there it was. So... I, I killed some villagers when I could catch them. I killed a bunch of troops from a boat. That was kind of that was kind of cool. Yep. You know, rock on for that. You know, once you get out of that, uh, once you graduate, mm-hmm. more or less, to now you're a knight of the Ebon Blade. Great. Can I have a hearthstone now? <laughs> no, you must go out and get your own. Yeah, yeah. Please have hearthstone. I just miss one. Yeah. They give you the, they give you, they give you the gate. I mean, it's, it's great if you want to, you know, haul your ass back back out from the plague lands every time you turn well, around. You get a hearthstone somewhere else. You know, Big V was that noob who. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is talk to an innkeeper and set your heart there, and they'll give you a hearthstone. <sighs> <laughs> you didn't know that. Yeah, that's all you need to do is just talk to an innkeeper and they'll say, you know, I want to set my hearthstone here. So you like do it in Orgamar after they stop throwing rotten fruit at you. After you give the I'm so sorry note to Thrall. Yeah, I slaughtered thousands of innocent people, but I'm sorry. <laughs> then you can talk to the innkeeper and set your hearth there and they'll give you a hearthstone. All is right and well with the world. Moving on. Um. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, okay, um, just, yeah, I'm leaving, bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, okay, thanks for tuning in, ciao. <laughs> uh, um, nah, so anyway, now, hey, that portal you can open up, very cool. Yes. Got the, th- at the head on the top, but, okay, so, next thing, get Hearthstone, check that off the list, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but after, you know, after you graduate, you're kind of like, boom, you're out into the world. You can get, okay, where am I going now? You can go to the Playgrounds. Yeah, you can go to Silithus. Go to or you, yeah, you can just go to Outland, which may be where I'm heading. But here's here's the big you know the big problem that I see, and it's one that I ran into with the cow when I dumped uh, alchemy and herbalism so long ago, very foolishly. As a matter of fact, I think you were with me when I did it. <laughs> Possibly. And you you and changed profession so many times. It's hard to Yeah, know. I know. It's dreadful. <laughs> so here you are, and you floods, you just fly to Undercity. 
Why? Because, well, you can. And that's the biggest town around. What do you do now? You got no professions. What, did you Did you forget how to make a living? Your map's not explored yet. You got to run around and explore stuff. I mean, let's face it. At this point, we all kind of know where everything is. Right. We don't really need the map. But since Blizzard has dumped achievements on us, you know, the stuff that you would have gotten, you know, way back when, with the with the exception of, hey, did you go look at Arendar Falls? No, I must have missed that. Let me go and do it. And boom, okay, you've explored it. Um, you've got, you don't know where you are. You can fly there. You don't know where you're going. And you got no way to make money. You can't cook. Uh, you can make some bandages, and you can ride your, you know, half-dead horse. But you've got to, uh, you, you've got to start out your professions. I mean, was your memory wiped? You forgot how to pick an herb? I mean, what? You were dead. See, once again, this is where not knowing the lore bites me in the ass. Well, I don't know. I thought the name Death Knight may have lended a small No, 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 no. Dead Knight... <laughs> May have. Death Knight. Well, did you see? There's also little clues in the kindergarten area that tip you off that you were dead, and obviously you're dead. You you look dead, but um, and your name gives it away, the class name. But there's little hints, uh, in in really? the actual quests themselves that indicate this. The one in particular that I'm thinking of is when you have to go kill the prisoner, and they line you up with the person of your same race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you've come to finish the job. And then they look at you and say, oh, loves to smooch. I recognize that face anywhere. Or whatever the hell you called yourself. And they speak of, you know, they, you know, try to tell you, break from the, you know, the Lich King's hold. You are a great warrior of the, insert blank here, uh, insert name here. That kind of, to me, gave an indication of, you know, you've been dead. Memory's been wiped. You have no past. You you're talking about not having a past, you don't have one anymore. You have risen as a totally different being. It's like total recall. Ah, I got nothing growing out of my side. <laughs> okay, still, I must, I must, I mean, I remember it, it was a blur, I was chasing villagers, I don't know. That's all you remember, just chasing villagers and not being able to just Chasing them. villagers and not being able to catch them. Yeah, that's pretty much, that pretty much sums up my experiences. And then that whole last movie sequence thing, which, you know, was awesome. I was just kind of running around a little bit. Okay, oh, what do I do now? Let me try and hit some. Okay, not, yeah, all right, yep. This is awesome. I'm running around. There's a lot of stuff. This is, okay, and it's over. What the hell just happened here? What just happened? And, you know, then we went through the thing, and then I was I was free. And, you know, I got stuff thrown at me in Orgrimmar, which I got to say, that was genius. Wasn't that brilliant? Totally genius. You know, and, and then there's Thrall, and, and he does his Thrall-y things. And um, then I get to uh, run out. I mean, I really like the debuffs, too. You've been spat on. Yeah. Nobody likes you, you know? <laughs> but but yeah, the, the pain in the ass of all this is, all right, now i got to run around, you know, Duratar, you know, or, you know, pick your, you know, pick your middle school and leveling up these professions because, I mean, trust me, I've been in Outland and not been able to mine. You know, it's, and it's, okay, great. i got to level these suckers up. So uh, by the time I get into Outland, 
I can do the stuff. Not necessarily. My death knight has no professions. None. And I'm cruising around with him. Fine. He's got nothing. He's yeah. got nothing. He's making a nice, you know, he's making a little cash pile from from the quests and from... Because a reminder to everyone, Outlands was not designed for death knights. Remember this when it comes to your armor choices. You're going to be vendoring a lot of stuff. It, it was not made for death knights. It, I mean, the closest you want is stuff for like a tanking warrior. You know. Well, I mean, it's all pally armor and warlock gear. Because that's what it, the big deal was Burning Crusade were pallies. Or at least yeah. on the Horde side it was. Yeah. You know, that was a big deal for us. Um, and on the Alliance side it was Shaman. So they, so all the gear is speaking more toward that than it is for Death Knights. Because I've heard that complaint like, God, there's no armor. It's like, well, they didn't have that in mind. And it, believe me, they ain't changing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Outland, uh, not Outlands, Northerend, totally different story. They they had it in mind then, so they kind of geared it a little differently. But Outlands, pff, you are going to be wearing patchwork pants. You, now you get the Yodel outfit. Great. Now you're it. getting that Yodel outfit. I mean, you looked cool when you left, you know, kindergarten. Mm -hmm. You had the, spuff, you know, the spiffy duds on. You looked awesome. <laughs> and then you get out to Outlands, you start swapping up armor, and you don't look so cool anymore. <laughs> you, you ain't looking as uh, hot as you once thought you did, and people are—you can always see that. It's kind of funny. You come out into Outlands as it like a '58 Death Knight in your black, sleek armor, and you look really sharp with your helm with the big, giant horns that would make a trooper mm -hmm. jealous. And and then you see like a '65 or up Death Knight who has been cruising around there for a while, and they look <laughs> wearing like a clown suit. They were, <laughs> yeah, with a tutu and a little, you know. <laughs> Propeller cap on yes. and stuff. Yeah, they're, wearing, they're wearing last year's Halloween costumes. Exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. So, um, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? I don't know. I was talking about how I'm not really a huge fan of the Death Knights because, you know, they got no profession. I've got no ownership. And, bah, there. I've said it. I have got to I have got to cruise around with you on my Death Knight so you can see just how awesome they are. Well, it's going to, you know, I think you're going to have to because otherwise. I don't think you're ever going to warm up to them. You, nah, I'm not. You're not going to warm up to them unless you see them in action and see yeah. how utterly cool they are. I mean, seriously, it's like I've got, you know, some sports car sitting in the driveway and I'm like, no, I'd really rather take the 77 Cutlass out today. Yeah, give me the Oldsmobile. It'll be awesome. <laughs> no, no, we'll just leave. We'll just leave the box during the driveway. Because you know, if the death knot is, you know, if the death knot is the boxster, then V's the Oldsmobile. You know, <laughs> he's just a big hoopty with, you know, he's he's got some nice rims, but beyond that, he's just a not, he's just a comfortable, familiar ride that I'm not afraid that I'm gonna wreck. If I do, you know, I'll just pay the bills and be done. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Well, that's it with the death knots with me. I mean, I'm just, uh, I I, I want to warm up to him, but I just can't seem to. It could also be the spec you chose. Could be. I found that I out. Know. I tried different specs on different Death Knights just to see what they did. Mm -hmm. And I, I went with my original gut feeling. I like Unholy. And from okay. the look of it, everyone likes Unholy. <laughs> really? Because I'm blood. Mostly blood. This may be why you're not having a good time with him. Yeah, blood, mostly blood, some frost, a little unholy. Mm -mm. I got my baby unholy, and a lot of people, and I knew it because I remember checking out the talent points before the game came out. 
mm-hmm. and like what kind of did what and just love what the unholy was looking like. I tried when I was, you know, trying to warm up to a race, actually, because I tried mm-hmm. all different kinds, mm-hmm. you know, just to see. And I wasn't really warming up to them, but I was trying different specs just to kind of see what they did. Yeah. And nope, I, I enjoy the unholy as predicted. I know myself. <laughs> we see. I'm... When it comes to talent builds and such, I'm really not smart enough and not that in tune of a player to say, oh, yes, I like, if if I take the two points out of this and put them into that, then I'll be much better off. You know, I'm not that. I mean, I got to go on to, like, Wow Wiki and look at the talent builds and say, hmm, yeah, me like that one. Click. You know? Somebody else has done this. It worked for them. All right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Somebody else liked it. Tink. Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, you're just not warming up to him. Yeah, bah. <laughs> you're sounding like a Death Knight there, though. That was pretty good. <laughs> like that. They got that cool echo when they talk. It's really sick. Don't they? That's kind of neat. You know, they got I'm that just, echo. Yeah, I just want to say... I want to I want to hear him say, though, and I will say good day to you, evil penguin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really hiked out into Northrend that much. I... I <laughs> I got on the um, Zeppelin and Org and wound up in Borean Tundra. And let me tell you, uh, there were some things that I found out about uh, the cow when I got out there. Aside from the fact that he has no sense of direction, that um, it sucks to be on the bottom of the food chain again. Mmm, don't it now. Seriously, I stepped off the Zeppelin, walked outside, and died like five times. <laughs> I mean, I had, I mean, it felt like I was in Starship Troopers or something. You know, these damn bugs are just all over me, and I'm walking around, and I'm thinking, okay, what happened? I died. Okay, well, let me run back to where I think my corpse is. And holy crap, they've already respawned. What is this? Oh, isn't it wicked? Dear Lord. I mean, I'm seriously, the, I was just like, my God, let me get on a Kodo here and ride back up to some semblance of safety so I can <laughs> just please just let me go back to the Isle of Caldonis so I can you know farm some cash or something this is dreadful <laughs> I'm gonna have to because I gotta pay for all the damn repairs <laughs> seriously I had not had my ass kicked like that since you know I mistakenly walked into SFK <laughs> yeah when I was like level 15 like, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, let's see. What's this? You walk in. And what happens? You know, the warg starts chewing on you. Oh, let me run back out here. No, I walk outside. That was it. Dead. <laughs> Running back to my corpse. Okay, Rez. What happened? There was one right behind me. Dead. I mean, it got to the point where it wouldn't even let me res. It just transported me back to my body and said, you got to wait for 20 seconds. Yeah, and a little parentheses said, dumbass. <laughs> you know, a little running commentary there. Yeah, what are you thinking? Didn't you look behind you? Click res. <laughs> Run back to your body. Yeah, moron, did it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty easy. So, and, and I, le- I left. I left like, okay, gotta look at Howlin' Fjord. I thought know. it was a lot easier out there than yeah. the Tundra. Yeah, I mean, I want to see the Tonka. I mean, it uh, could be cool. Tonkas but... are pretty interesting looking. Yeah, but... And, and I will say the Tundra, I think, has a lot of really slick quests. 
mm -hmm. that are going on out there, which I don't want to tell you because if you haven't done them, obviously you haven't. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, but go. they're really cool. Yeah. So you know, now I've got that conundrum of you know, well, what do I do now? Do I level the cow? God's like, I gotta level him now. Do I level the Madge? Gotta get her to Outland. Okay. And there's the Death Knight. Meh. <laughs> Indifferent on that one. Meh. I'll just go mine. Explore some. Go into the nooks and the crannies, the barrens. Yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll level cooking. I'll get a Mulgorn fish. Because, <laughs> you know, seriously, he. <laughs> the, the Death Knight's done his stuff. I mean, he's been evil. He's retired now. He can go fish. He can go ride around. I don't think they ever really retire, though. Yeah, it's kind of hard to brush that kind of evil off. Of course, you send a villager running past me. There we go. <laughs> it's up. Give us the block, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of your Zog Now, I'm sure by now, unless you've been living under the biggest rock in Azeroth, you're probably aware that the Lich King has risen from his throne and now... Hey, what's that? Kinda looks sort of evil in a menacing, good, badass, cool sort of way. Puzzling. It's kind of like he's a paladin, but dead. Ish. I'll just ask him when he comes around. Hey, um, can you die, vile scourge? Oh, come on, dude. You can do better than that, seriously. Sword through the stomach? Come on. I'm undead here. It, it does nothing. I have no guts. Oh! Okay. That one hurt. <sighs> and so you have been smited. But what's this? A microphone? Hmm. Hello? Ah, good. Good day. I am Chair, son of Table Lord of Lava Lamp, Death Knight of the Ebon Blade, and a champion of the Horde. But alas, enough about me. Let me tell you about what we are. I must say that Blizzard has truly outdone themselves. We Death Knights enjoy possibly the most entertaining kindergarten to date, which I certainly hope will extend throughout the rest of the new expansion. For those of you who don't know, we Death Knights hijack a horse, hide in a minecart, gun down an entire fleet of soldiers, and ride a wyvern into battle, and smite the Scarlet Crusade with just within a couple of levels. It's brilliant! Even the armor we get is so cool that even though I have found vastly superior things by now, I still feel the need to keep my starting gear in my bank vault in case of the opportunity of a photo shoot. Although does have its disadvantages. For example, everyone knows you're a death knight, and it makes it a bit of a hassle walking through Ogremar without being spat on. I swear, it'll take weeks to get the tomatoes and the applesauce to come out. Oh, those guards will be the first to go when I hit endgame, I swear it! But if you want the truth as to why we divided from the Lich King, lend your ear a little closer. You see... Despite the new armor making him ten feet tall, something I truly have no explanation for. I mean, he was, he, was, he was a tiny little human being, and apparently fusing with armor 
That's human size, makes you 10 feet tall in the expansion. A little bit of an explanation, please. However, despite this and his new, you know, power, he's still the whiny little paladin he started out as. Not even three levels into working for him, and he gets stabbed and injured and decides to go run off to the Ice Camp Citadel. Honestly, what a sissy. All the magical might on the planet, and he gets stabbed in the first real battle he's had in twenty years? Come on! You don't, you don't, you don't see Thrall getting, heading for the hills because someone made fun of his upbringing. You don't see Karen Blood, uh, Bloodhoof crying in Thunder Bluff because someone made a beef burger. It's pathetic! This is the most advanced class to date that can master tanking, DPS for PvP, and DPS for AoE. And it's being ruled by the sissy who got his finger nicked by the Ashbringer. Where is the pride in following someone like that? I, I, I swear, ladies and gentlemen, he is number two on my list to smite the moment I hit endgame. And I swear, I will redeem the class, which is the Death Knight. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, it's that undead thing again. Uh, uh, hmm, I've, perhaps I have dawdled too long. Um, cheerio. I mean, uh, um, um, what did Death Knight say? I'll come up with something later. Bye-bye. Uh, I lost him. Damn it. Oh, he left my microphone. Good. Thank God I was barely able to scrap enough money for the expansion pack after that rogue stole my frickin' wallet. Hello? Oh, he's been recording already. Cheer. There is no sympathy in this world for this poor little undead. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, these Death Knights are a pain in the ass. Ever since they've come on, that's all I see everywhere. Death Knight, Death Knight, Death Knight, Death Knight. <sighs> it makes PvP hell. I mean, sure, they have some pretty cool abilities, and, you know, they can raise the dead, and, and, and they're super tough and powerful, but what about us classes? I mean, come on. We're still cool. Stupid. Death knights, and they, they, they keep mistaking me for undead. I swear, ever since the zombie invasion, I can't go two feet without somebody trying to stab me because they think I'm the scourge. I need a union here, people. This is ridiculous. You know what? You know what? It, I, that's it. I've, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go kick some puppies and kill some bunnies. That's it. Strength and honor for the horde. Loyal listeners, it is with a heavy heart that I must tell you it has recently come to my attention that there is a part of the interface that is being taken for granted. Every time you play, you barely look at it, only throwing a glance at it once in a while. Sure, the action and XP bars get the glory. The health and mana bars are well loved. Heck, even the vendor window gets more attention than this interface element, yet it stares at you every moment you are playing. Loyal, but unloved. Yes, listeners, I'm talking about the lowly minimap. Well, those days are at an end right now. Please join with me to help give the minimap its due. The following add-ons will help you rebuild the minimap's fragile ego and restore its sense of self-worth. First, we must stop breaking the map's back with add-on buttons. Sure, it's borne them silently so far, each add-on putting yet another button onto it. 
It's built up over time until the poor rim looks like a deep dish pizza with everything on it. But now, with Minimap Button Frame, we can lift the burden off the Minimap's back and restore its youthful glow. When you load MBF, all those extra buttons will hide within a single button, removing all the extra clutter. If you find you need access to one of the icons, just click the MBF button and a frame will pop up allowing you instant access. It's very fast and very handy. You can find this liberating add-on at wowinterface.com. And now we will give the minimap a much needed makeover. Now relax, we aren't going to paint its tail, toenails or anything like that, but by installing Chinchilla you will get a number of different skins to dress up the minimap along with different borders. You will also be able to move the map out of its boring upper right corner to anywhere else on the screen. How about having the map grow out of the action bar at the bottom of the screen? Your imagination really is the limit on how to arrange your screen now. But Chinchilla also lets you change the map so that it has coordinates, auto zoom, wheel zoom, transparency, etc. As the author says, Chinchilla, mini map of awesomeness, it'll nibble your hay pellets. You can download Chinchilla from curse.com. So, once again, loyal listeners, join with me to help give the minimap the recognition it so easily deserves, because the map you save might just save you right back. This has been Zathras for For the Word Radio, reminding you that friends don't let friends play Alliance. Ha <laughs> ha! Well now... We call this the act of gaming, but there are several other very important differences between real people and pixels that you should know about. Gonna get one up in your thunder bluff Like a shaman in the buff You'll love my totem where you BBB I go for teens, I'm just like Blizzard and the ESRB Stand up all night of teens, careening the caffeine If you wanna rate late, I'll mountain do ya Cause my metal gear's like solid stick Hard to see, but I'm breaking it too Hard like heroic more than you can handle So let's do it like a druid in the general channel Do it again now Hard like heroic more than you can handle So let's do it like a druid
But I got this notion that my noggin fogger potion might give you the bone you need. Helps you get small size like the ally guys. No lies, cause gnomes don't come equipped. And then we'll cyber like short circuit. Johnny Five with a microchip. Without a doubt, I'm an epic mount. If you got a lot of stamina, I'll smile and then come back once in a while. Don't wanna subscribe, just want the trial. Hard like heroic more than you can handle. So let's do it like a druid in the general channel. Do it again now. Hard like heroic more than you can handle. So let's do it like a druid in the general channel. Get woody now. Before we get into our new contestant, let us revisit our old contestant, who will reveal who the hell, who they, the hell they are. Yeah. <laughs> we have a winner. Hello, Auntie Ed and Most Abundant V. I am the mysterious voice which you heard on the last episode of For the World Radio and the episode before that. Alas, I have been found. Three people managed to catch on to your ever so sly and subtle hints as to who I really am. And now we come to the moment you've all been waiting for. I am me. That's right, me, myself and I. Okay, they were right. I'm Jebdo. Jebdo I am. Precaution was the first to clue into who I really was, and he tipped off known tipper. And they together confronted me, demanding the truth and Precaution's identity back. Although neither one of them wanted the prize, fancy that. And therefore, I must announce the real winner to be Amblos. It is my understanding that Amblos has applied to join the Off-The-Air Guild, and I hope he gets in. Amblos sent Jebdo a letter in the mail, ever so politely asking if I was the contestant. He was right, and will receive 50 gold post-haste to whichever character on the Matteron realm he chooses. Let's give it up for Amblos! Oh, and I'm sorry again, guys, for the accents. I really shouldn't have tried those. Keep up the good work, Auntie Ed, and never stop slaying those bunnies, Big V. And so, in the words of our brethren, and I know I'm going to screw these up as well, Ik alo tiha, de fusnejo, nod ras magis, nor dufandu, for the horde. Well, congrats to Amblos for figuring that out, and also to, of course, Precaution and Gnome Chipper. You should have taken the money, though, guys. You really should have. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> don't know how you guys figured it out, though. I mean, that's that was pretty good stuff. That's impressive because you know it had us stumped. 
Yeah, we, we had we, no idea. We didn't know who the hell that was. So good for you, and grats very much all around. And thank you, Jebdo, for calling in and letting us know who the hell who you the hell are. you are. Yes, right. But now we have a new contestant. Ah, once again, a sneaky contestant. And well, we'll let you listen and see what you think of this entry too. Who the hell is this? Welcome to TELUS Text to Landline Services has sent you a text to landline message for the horde, for the cult of mud, object oriented. All hail the god Big V. Mud, object oriented. Death to bunnies, fellow V alkalites mud, object oriented for our god. Mud, object oriented. Well, that was an interesting one. Not only is who the hell is this, but what the hell are they saying? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are they saying there, Annie Ed? I couldn't tell. Well, some of it, oh, I'm sure some of it you could tell. Yeah, I just want to hear you say it. Yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, Let's see, just so, just so Big V will not be struck by lightning, he has never, ever proclaimed to be a deity. Yet. Yes. Yes, quite. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> If you have any idea who the hell this is, or what the hell they were saying, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> we got some of it. Some of it, we're really not sure what the hell they're saying. So, let us know. Call or write in, and uh, thank you for playing. Who the hell is this? We have a ton of emails to get to, but before we get into emails, we have a regular phone call and someone who identifies who the hell they are so they don't go in that other section there. <laughs> they actually <laughs> tell us who the hell they are and uh, and what their situation is. So this is a, a very interesting phone call from Zathras. Hello, For the Horde Radio. This is Zathras with some real-life alliance action. I've realized I've been playing World of Warcraft a bit too much when I was in the drive through line at McDonald's and trying to go to, to Black Friday at retail at my work. And someone, after I'm waiting in line, just cuts in right in front of me, just goes right around the line, snaking into the parking lot, and just goes right around to my right and comes in right in front of me. And I'm like, what an alliance jerk. Anyway, they didn't even wave. It was worse. They didn't even wave or anything saying, oops, I screwed up. They just boom, right around. And I realized I was I was just playing World of Warcraft too much when the first thought was, damn, Alliance. Anyway, for the Horde. You know you've been playing this game too long when you call someone who cuts you off in a lion's jerk. Although I have to admit, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I have too. I gotta fess up on that one. I think I called somebody a damn gnome once. Uh, <laughs> so you're not alone there, uh, Zath. We've all done that. But <laughs> be curious to hear about who else has done that as well. If you've had a real life situation that you've twisted and put wow spin on it, I know I've done that with buffs or debuffs. Yeah, you know the the work debuff. You know, you come home after a long day. It's like, I still got the work debuff on me. I'm sorry. You know, it's just, it's, you know, six-hour debuff I got here. <laughs> so it can happen. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, thank you for your phone call. And, yes, you're not alone with that. And uh, uh, maybe we all play WoW a little too much. But it's fun. <laughs> thank you for calling Indeed, in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, there's uh, for calling in with that. And from that, we go into this, uh, because it is now time for the... Reading of the email. 
All right, we have an email here from Boba Fett who says, Blood and Thunder, Auntie Ed. So there I was on my Prot Paladin hidden bank. Yeah, I leveled my bank tune to 70. In Ashara, hunting down the Scourge invasion. I found a circle and decided to go work on them. I had the two quests to do. Paladins have an advantage already with Undead. But it was crazy easy killing these mobs. Out of morbid curiosity, I thought, how many of these things can I take on my own? So I mount up, run around in a circle, picking up whole circle elite mobs and all. One lay of hands, and five minutes later, I realized, yeah, paladins have a nerf coming their way. Oddly enough, though, I knew a nerf was coming. I was okay with it. My two copper on this zombie invasion. I think anyone with a high-level character probably found it enjoyable, but I think it was a big letdown for the low-level characters. I have an alt on leveling, and I couldn't play it that weekend because of all the zombies. While it was fun to be a zombie, it seemed unfair for level 70 zombies to be able to wreak havoc on Crossroads, Camp T, and other low-level zones. I had fun with it, but the next time they should give the lower levels some protection. And logging in at the Scryer Inn in Shad only to become a zombie within 30 seconds. Not cool. Anywho, I'm installing Wrath of the Lich King and thought I would shoot off an email. B.S. wanted to say congrats to my raid group, the Night Owls, for clearing Kara. Yeah, it was after 3.0, but we've only been raiding for two months or so, so we're all pretty happy. And that's from Boba Fett. Awesome! Yeah, coolness. And obviously this was written before Wrath, but uh, still, yeah, I understand what you're saying. We talked about that with the whole zombie invasion. How it wasn't real fair to the lower levels or something. And I know what you mean with Shad. I would land and Shad, boom! Like, you couldn't even get off the flight. <laughs> you couldn't even get off. <laughs> off the bird and boom you're a zombie and it was like ah oh, fine i'm a zombie now great i'll just cr- slowly move until i die <laughs> you know? i'll just shamble around i just land, shamble around until i'm dead <laughs> get to the portal real quick so i can get out of here when i res type thing so yeah i can understand where it was because i know i i know opening night um and i fast up to this even you know i went crazy with the crossroads and camp T and everything we <laughs> did raid um some alliance towns which was a blast when the whole zombie thing went out we actually cruised across the barrens as zombies this was kind of a, a neat trick to pull off but we cruised all the way to that little uh oh what is it that night elf place in uh, down the road from splinter tree yeah i don't know the yeah. name of it but it's right smack in the middle of the freaking road mm-hmm. that place uh, so we cruised there and totally wiped them out there were zombies everywhere no player was safe there uh, it was awesome though so <laughs> it was totally awesome doing that but i do understand where some you know poor level people try to just do their damn quest and they can't but it was only for a couple of days and it's all passed now and now we are into wrath yes <laughs> but thank no. you for sending in your email we get another email that says hi any ed and v my name is glacials Anyway, I've been a dormant listener to your podcast. Uh, I have a lore question. Please. Okay, here we go. If the snowflake in chat is apparently the strongest thing you'll ever see, then why doesn't it go pwn the Lich King's face off? Good well, Glacials, I, I don't know. But let us speculate <laughs> why that could possibly be. Uh, see, I think it's because the big snowflake can't go anywhere. It's yeah. hard to go pwn somebody's face if, like, you know, you're stuck. Yeah, although, you know, you would imagine that 
A snowflake would be okay in North Rand. You would think, but, you know, he's really bad. I mean, think about it. If you look at the doors to go into the central area of Shat where the snowflake is, you got to ask yourself, how the hell did he get in there in the first place? Exactly. So I don't think he can leave. You know, this is like the Superman versus Godzilla question, really. But uh, we would like to know your opinion, people. What do you? Who do you think would win a fight, the Lich King or the Snowflake? Because honestly, all the Lich King has got to do is like, you know, make a nice campfire under it, and that's the end of that. Yeah, I mean, my my money's on Arthas. Yeah, I gotta admit, mine is too. And the Snowflake is all wholesomely good, apparently. So maybe there's some moral question involved with that. Yeah, and how dreadful is that? Morally good. Bah, you know, give me the lick. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for your email and uh, that interesting uh, question you have there. One to put out to the listeners to see who, what, who do you think would win the fight, the Snowflake or the Lich King? Let us know your opinion. I'm going with Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. Absolutely. Mr. Rogers pones everybody. But we now have an email from Insane Kill who says, Hi guys, it's Insane Kill. I would just like to say, Ali suck for the horde. Well, we all know that, so let's move on. <laughs> Wrath of the Lich King. I have made a death knight. Oh my god, so cool. Especially those destroy everything quests. At level 55, you get all blue armor. I lack so much in Hellfire Peninsula, I was going to wait for it to cool down to do some professions. Have you made a death knight yet? If not, do so now. I would like to say a shout out to my guild, Lost Innocence, for the horde. And that is Insane Kill, a level 70 hunter, and Unknown Kill, a 59 Death Knight, and Terranus EU. Very nice. Yes, Death Knights, we, we've talked about them in this show. Very cool. Yeah, there's co- there, there's coolness attached. And, you know, as you heard earlier, I'm kind of, eh. Bigby is very indifferent on the whole Death Knight thing. We have to induct him. We have to let him see what Death Knights can really do, I think, before we pique his interest here. But um, good idea about what you were thinking of, because I know I haven't seen Hellfire Peninsula so busy since it opened (laughs) with Burning Crusade. I have not seen it. So it's now all Death Knights, though. And God help (laughs) any other race, character, class trying to do their leveling now <laughs> who are trying to like get that mage up to speed or whatever uh-uh, not happening death knights everywhere yeah. <laughs> but uh good idea they're the new, they're the new zombies they're the new uh, zombies <laughs> man i think this is why blizz did not have you choose the arthas faction why it wasn't even an option because they knew arthas would win because nobody <laughs> would be you got death knights everywhere so uh that's not a bad idea to just kind of hang back and get your professions up to speed let Hellfire cool down with all the activity and then step in and kind of pick it up from there. So that's not a bad idea for those getting frustrated right at the moment due to insane Death Knight behavior. But thank you very much for sending in your email. And here's an email from Lostarl slash Larathin on the Sisters of Ilu- on the Sisters of Elune realm, who writes in and says, Dear Annie Ed and Big B. So there I was, out in Hellfire on my Death Knight, just like everyone else, killing terror fiends at the pools of Agonar when I see two blood elf wait for it, Death Knights. Killing a gnome Death Knight. Shudder. So I stopped my slaughter and cheered at them and danced on the gnome's body. Awesome. How did they repay me? By jumping around me flagged and standing inside the mob I was fighting. You know what happens next. 
The mob died and my character attacked one of the Blood Elf Death Knights with icy touch. The Blood Elves proceeded to beat me into a bloody pulp. They were both my level and I'm almost as bad as Big V at PvP. And then they camped me for 15 minutes. Not as bad as it could have been, but it really pissed me off. That sucks. Yeah, no doubt. That, that just that just bites That ain't me. right. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's picking a fight. And, you know, yeah. horde or not, that's a lousy thing to do. Yeah. That's just a lousy thing to do. Also sends us a second email, he says, uh, which goes, Dear Annie Ed, and of course, the great cow himself, Big V, with a gigantic V, which I love, as yes. everyone knows. We all know I will it. not beat that horse anymore. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> we know you. Well, well later on I will, but oh, not okay. right. All right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> He says, hey guys, it's me again. I have another tale of which to uh, regale you. Sorry for writing in twice in one show. Well, let me start this the FTH way. So there I was, out in the Gurubashi Arena, helping my level 40 friend, Draconic Fire, get the Arena Master achievement by guarding him while he grabbed the chest. I was level 63 at the time, so I figured I could hold out long enough for Fire to get the chest uh, against anyone who would show up. So the pirate yells and we take off for the chest. We beat down some lower level alliance and one or two hordies when what shows up? Two level 60 night elf and gnome death knights. So, I sick my ghoul on the night elf to keep him busy and went after the gnome, dragging him to my, to my feet with death grip and proceeded to beat him down as both his and the night elf's ghouls beat on me. My friend was, of course, trying to maintain in trying to remain inconspicuous and grab the chest. The gnome drops to the ground in a bloody defeated pile and I turn to the night elf. I engage the bastard knowing it's a lost cause. My health was too low to take him. I drop to the ground after pulling the night elf to nearly a sixth of his health. Turning, the jerk begins to slowly walk towards fire with murderous intent. He actually walked. I guess he wanted to he wanted to let him suffer in anticipation of his death. His mistake. A sickly purple aura surrounds my character and he gets back up as a massive ghoul. I laughed at the night elf's expression as I leap twenty feet to land on the death knight's back and beat him into a bloody pulp. My friend got the chest and I fell dead in a pile as the effect wore off. All in all it was a very good day. I mean, hey, I may be a lance, but I'm a horde at heart and I just got to kill a gnome and a night elf. Days just don't get much better than that. Keep up the good work. Love the show. Strength and honor for the horde. Sincerely, Lustaro of the Sisters of the Loon Realm. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome. What a great! I, I love that, and I love that uh, talent. By the way, that it uh, you know you res as a ghoul. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm so gonna have to look into that. Oh yeah. <laughs> You may enjoy the Death Knight a hell of a lot more if you got that, I'm telling you. That is so handy, and that is just really uh, just sweet as hell. That's great. Thank you so much for sending that in. Yeah, cool. Thanks. That is very cool. We have an email from Reshi Cage, who writes in, Hey, Annie Ed, it's Reshi Cage. I do have one thing to say about cheering up the warrior in the Arathi Highlands quest chain. It is very annoying. The eyeballs weren't so bad, because even... Even though it takes a million years to drop, the raptors that drop them are everywhere. However, then you have to go find raptors' hearts from, from the flesh stalkers. But even though I'm a hunter, I can use track beast. I still couldn't find them. Finally, I look on Wowhead and see that there are only about five places they 
respawn that are deep within the gigantic spiders. I finally find one and without looking at its level, start immediately pounding it with arcane shot. Serpent sting pretty much just inflicting massive amounts of damage. Then I finally look at the thing's level and health bar and think, oh crap. What have I gotten myself into? Because the raptor was a level 37, and looking very hungry for a bite out of my level 31 orc. So I drop the frost trap and start running around trying to make him stay in the radius so my pet can aggro. By now I'm down to half my health and kicking myself for laying so much damage on the fro and the frost trap fades, and by now I'm down to about 19 health. Meanwhile, the raptor is about 500 or so, so I know I'm going to die. After I res, I ran my little orc self to Hammerfall to repair and sell some junk. And there, when I look into my inventory, I see about 20 healing potions. I stare in disbelief and then start paying repair my repair bill, mentally smacking myself upside the head, and then start grinding myself so when I meet the Flesh Stalker again, I'll be ready. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I have so been there. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, I had 8,000 healing potions. Oh, crap. <laughs> I've also done that where I've tagged something and didn't look at it first. I've done that with elites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so have I. I've done that with elites where it's like, well, they sneak them in. It's mm -hmm. like the boss amongst the the common crowd. So you're killing whatever. And yep. the elites walking around. And you're not paying attention. I've done that. It's oh, a bad yeah. day when that happens. <gasps> he writes in, uh, he actually says, P.S. After hearing Big V moan about his Toran warrior, I decided to roll one. His name is Death of Dawn. Or Dawn of Death. Or Dawn of Death. That could be a two. I like Death of Dawn, though. <laughs> so, you know what, Reggie Gage? We're changing your name. It is now Death of Dawn. <laughs> you see, I'm liking Dawn of Death just because it's very Romero. Yeah, it's very George Romero. So right, I'll give you that. But he sends in a second email, which says, Dear Auntie Ed, the greatest troll that ever lived. Isn't that beautiful? You know what? Actually, I'll say, I'll, I will just go ahead and read that off myself. Okay. Dear Annie Ed, the greatest troll that ever lived. Thank you. The only thing that would have made that better is if it was in large capital letters. This is true. Andy, Andy E. <laughs> or, or, or Andy E. It doesn't work as well as Big V, you know. Just no, it does. It, it, it doesn't. But you know, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to throw it out there for you. Well, you know, I appreciate um, that. Thank you. You know, I'm, I, I want you to feel the love. Okay. Well, I'm feeling it. I am. I am feeling really? the love. Okay. Yes, I am. Very good. <gasps> he continues. Hey guys, this is actually a very sad email. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh dear. We we don't like sad emails. Okay. Got tissues ready? Um, ready with tissues? Yeah, I've, yeah, no, but I've got a sleeve, so it's okay, okay. that'll work. Okay, good. My little sister, after watching me play WoW, said she would like to try, so I set her up, and she starts making her first character. I wasn't paying much attention until I looked over at her screen and did a double take. Sitting there in all of its glory was a little gnome rogue. Naturally, yeah. I was horrified as you should have been, and suggested that my sister should play one of the horde races, like maybe an undead. For some reason, that didn't appeal to her. I tried to play the big brother card and said, well, you could be an orc hunter like me. No luck. 
So, and I'm cringing as I write this, she rolled a gnome rogue with pink hair and ponytails that looks like any second she's going to spin them and take off like a helicopter. <laughs> so please, we need someone to intervene now. Anytime I punch a gnome, I'll think about her. Mournfully, Reshi Cage. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I can see why a, a little gnome would appeal to, to someone who's never played the game. Most of them do flock to the Alliance side. We've talked about that. Yeah, and, you know, there's that whole, you know, misplaced thought of good versus evil. and mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. the, perhaps suggesting the undead wasn't the wisest. You know, you should have tried a blood elf yeah. on her. Um, <laughs> why don't you be this, this, you know, flesh decaying, spine thing, gross undead, little sister? Wouldn't that appeal so much better than the little pink soft gnome? Uh <laughs> yeah, with cotton candy hair and, you know, a button nose, I mean, big they just, eyes. Yeah, they look like little dolls. I mean, come Seriously, on. they look like something to win at a carnival, which, well, frankly, that's kind of scary, too, but for different reasons. Exactly. Uh, but, no, that's, you know what? Let her get it out of her system. She'll see how it is. She'll come over to the horde. Maybe you might want to push the blood elf female a little bit on her. Go say now. Check these out because they're the, the least intimidating, I think, out of all the horde races. If you're going for, like, pretty, um, blood elves cover it, let's face it. They are the, the defining mark of models in this game. Uh, but thank you very much for sending that in. I'm sorry your sister's playing Alliance, but you know what? It's all good. Yeah. Well, she has a good time. It's all fine. Yeah. And we get a, an email from Undel Sol, uh, level 66 Pally, who writes in and says, Hola, Annie. Annie huh? <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, um, maybe I should pay attention to these emails when I read them. Oh kidding. Uh, hola, Auntie V and Big Ed. <laughs> That's just wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong That's somehow. Wrong. Okay, I'm gonna need a minute. Okay, and off we go. For the lady who is looking for a new server, I would personally recommend the... Okay, the Emperor Storm Battle Group with the Nazgirl server. The Horde mostly wrecks the battlegrounds. Moo! For the Horde. Undel Sol. 66 Pally. Nazgirl. Who also writes, <laughs> forgot to say, kill the bunnies! <laughs> awesomeness. No, not awesomeness. No killing yeah. bunnies. Yeah. No. It, no. It, yes. It <laughs> kicks ass. Rocco. <laughs> kill the bunnies! Woohoo! Uh, there's something wrong with you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there's not white noise over that. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> and thank you very much for suggesting a battle group. Um... Perhaps that will come in handy. Yeah. You know, we had a listener last time looking for a, a cool battle group to do some PvP with. And, well, we came up empty on our end, so we went to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for sending that in. Um, don't kill the bunnies. Don't yes, kill as many no. bunnies as you can, no. because that's cool. But thank you for sending in your email. We got an email from Shaman Magic. Sham! Woohoo! Sham! Who says, Hi, Annie Ed and Big V. And I read it that way because of how he typed it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he bolded up the Annie Ed and wrote Big V in like very small, small lowercase letters. That's awesome. That's right, Sham. I'm going to be back in the game soon, man. 
<laughs> I'm looking for you. Nah. <laughs> nah, Shamrocks. Sham does. Uh, here is a funny thing that happened in my happenings in Northern. So there I was, just finished killing a mob when I noticed my mana and health were low. So I sit down to eat and everything's fine. No mobs coming to ruin my picnic. Everything is fine. Until the cannon next to me fires and I get sent flying down a flight of stairs from the blowback. I'm there thinking, oh great, I have to wait for more food and drink, when my character sits back down and eats again. Even after a huge fall like that, I even took damage, my character had his hands flying in the air, he sits and eats. I guess he was hungry. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, food will not stand in the way. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, man, nothing will stand in between a character and a, a meal. I'm telling you right now, they get real determined about that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, neither cannon fire, nor mob attack, nor anything else will stop them from chowing down. Yep. <laughs> That's just funny. We'll eat the food, yes. We'll eat. I love that. That's hysterical. Thank you very much for sending that in. That's awesome. Sweet. And we get an email from Seven of Nine on the Agrimar server who says, Here's a little story that may make you smile. Keep in mind, I'm a level 17 female blood elf pally. And how many times have you been hit on? <laughs> there I was. So there I was on the Zeppelin from UC to Org when a level 9 blood elf male, most likely in alliance in disguise, walks up to me and says, and I quote, Hey, good looking. Doesn't even bother spelling good, so I type back high backwards. So he says, sup. So by then, we had arrived, and I jumped off and decided to mess with this guy a little more. Knowing your dislike of getting hit on in-game. I respond saying that you do realize that behind the screen, I could be a 55-year-old male. I think I gave him a little wake-up call. Hope you got a kick out of this as I did. 7 of 9 on the Agrimar server. P.S. 10 points if either you or Big V get the reference to my name. Hint, I'm a big Trekkie. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And most Blood Elves look like Jerry Ryan, so, you know, hey. <laughs> Just without all the metal on her face. Um... So, yeah, rock on for you. That's funny. I would love to have seen the look on the... Uh, yeah, I love these people who cruise around game, like, looking for a date. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You be my girlfriend in game? No. Pulls. Pulls. <laughs> no, if you even get a pulls. Yeah, if you even get one, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, way to make him think. Thank you for giving him a little wake-up call there. And then again, if it even was a he, we don't know. Yeah, really, we have no clue. But, uh, yeah, make him think just a little bit next time before they go hitting on a female blood elf chick. It could be Big V. Yeah, it very well could be. It could be, because he's got a blood elf uh, female chick there, and... Uh, and if you hit on me, I'm going to be merciless. I will get all your gold, and you'll be buying <laughs> your food. You're going to be running me through instances, and then, yeah, I'm done with you. I'm going to use you and abuse you and make you wonder what happened. Because then I'm going to disappear, and you're going to be on ignore. So, yeah, try and hit on me. See what happens. You're going to be poor, broke, and confused. Boom. Warning. <laughs> Warning to all Don't be. <laughs> Watch out because the blood elf that you're macking on may be the cow. <laughs> Move, baby. Move. <laughs> <laughs> 
And words of doom from the cow himself. Anyway, we continue. <laughs> Thank you very much for sending that in. Very, very fun stuff. We have an email from Troll Sky. Hey, Trolly, Troll! Trolly, Trolly, who says, Hey, Eddie, Ed, and Big V. Since you're bringing back Butt Chica of the Week, I have the perfect person to nominate. Oh, hold it. We we got to make it official then. Okay. All right, it's light it up. It's got to be official. We got to light it up there. Here we go. Butt Chica of the Week. We got it official now. Okay. Uh, since you're bringing back Butt Chica of the Week, I have a perfect person to nominate. Pharaoh or Shaman of the... Misanthropy Guild. Thank you. I can't get her off my tongue. Damn it. On Madorn, our server. <laughs> our server, the Madorn server. You know that server that our guild. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I have the first person to nominate: Pharaoh or Shaman of the Misanthropy Guild on Madorn. And any it continues. <laughs> okay. So there I was, doing my daily quest in Dragonflight. Dragon <laughs> ah, smack you, <laughs> smart ass. You know what, fine, we're going to fix you on this. Okay. Now I've encountered a couple of ninjas, and this is the perfect spot for them. For those who haven't done this quest, the idea is that you have to save some baby. Wolvar? The catch is that they're usually guarded by a... Wolfar. You need to kill. Standard mom, the kicker is that when you take out the mob, some idiots tend to, like, jump in and snag your pups while you're fighting. Luckily, I never really see any ninjaing on my part, and I kill the quest mobs and snag pups when I'm through. So, I was going about my quest when this orc comes in. I know he's going to ninja my pups, but then he does this little wheel... wheel... ah! But then he does this little weird little... <laughs> Damn you, troll! Damn you, troll! What the hell? God! Uh, okay, here we go. I know he's going to ninja my pups, but then he does this little weird turn, and in the process, pulls two more... Arms? Wolvar. Wolvar. Wolvar, okay. Each guarding their own pups. He frantically tries to grab the pups, but it's hard to target them with the bad Wolvar running around you. So, since I'm a hunter, I keep my pet taking on the one. What? Oh, pet. <laughs> Don't throw me off. I was getting good there. Okay. <laughs> so, since I'm a hunter, I keep my pet tanking on the one I'm fighting, and I loot my pups quick. I look up and realize I only need four more. The exact number this guy is trying to grab. So, I move in and easily snag his pups. I laugh. Turned around and killed my mob, mount up, and turn in my quest. The moral of the story. If you're going to ninja, do it right. And if you're going to ninja from this troll, be prepared to deal with the wrath of a hunter. And that is from Troll Sky. Very nice. Yeah, nice from Troll. Good stuff. I know. I actually have recently run into that very quest you're talking about. And you're right, there is much ninjing going on with it. It's actually really cute. It's a little simple daily. You know, you gotta kill these level, you know, they're not hard, but you got these little tiny pups walking around that you just kind of yoink and place them in a bag, I guess, or something. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of cute. But yeah, you can see where it gets ugly because there's only so many of them waddling around. And only so long before they respawn, and no one yeah. wants to wait their turn. So, yeah. So, good for you for kind of turning it around on this guy, who is going to be our... The 
week of the week. All right, and you know we get an email now from we don't know who the hell they are. No, no, they they withheld their name, and that's cool. That's and cool. server. And server, and that's fine. Yep, yep. Uh, and they write, "Hello, Annie Ed and Big B." I'm a regular listener of your show and have a confession to make. When I played on the Alliance, I used to buy gold. But since I switched to the Horde, I've been good and will never buy gold again. I know how you feel about gold buyers and wanted to know if there was any way I could do penance to atone for my sins. I've seen the damage that gold buyers and sellers do to the game economy and feel very bad that I was part of this at one time. I know your character was hacked recently and it reminds me that I helped support these a-holes once. I really am sorry for what I did and hoped you can tell me what a reformed gold buyer can do to redeem themselves. I know I can't change what I've done, but is there hope for me? Character name and server withheld. Um, well, you already did the first step, which is stop buying it. Exactly. Which, you know, that gotta say, that's, uh, that's the first thing right there. Um, I don't know. As far as, uh, you know, as far as actual penance, um... Let's see. I have a prediction mm-hmm. because I have answered this person. I answered their email back mm-hmm. to them, and I made a prediction about what you would consider a penance. Okay, and actually that did come to mind, but I'm not going to say it. <clears throat> no, 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 because I really want to see if I can predict this because, honestly, only this person will know that I'm right. Mm-hmm. The rest of you may say, oh, well, she's just saying that, but let me see if I am correct in what you would predict for some kind of atonement. Well, you know, there's always the slaying of a certain number of bunnies. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. Okay, okay. No. I mean, I figured that would be too easy. And and that's what I did predict that you would, mm-hmm. you know, throw out there. But okay. yeah, do, do you know me or do you know me? <laughs> uh, actually, I would um, take all your gold... And go give it to open up a trade window with like a level three. Go you know, seriously. Go to your uh, go to your starting area and give all your gold to a rookie, and then start and then you know start to climb back up. Because I mean, if you're a de- if you're a decent enough level, then um, you can. I mean, it won't be that hard to make it. it. Won't be that hard to make it back. I mean, if you can go out to the aisle, I mean, you can make a good, you know, just on the aisle, a good hundred and what, ten hundred twenty gold a day. Yeah. So it won't be that hard to uh, make back up. So really, if um, yeah, that would be. I mean, and on a serious note, that's probably what I would do. Um, find different. Or, you know, if you've got a man, if you got a, you know, actually just a random act. You know, go open up a trade window, give them the gold, be done. I would say that that would pretty much uh, wipe your slate clean there. Well, what I was going to suggest, um, and I did suggest, is the biggest thing you can do. I think is just kind of spread the word. Mm-hmm. About other, you know, other players just don't, you know, any chance you can, you hear like a friend of yours, oh, I'm going to go buy gold or I'm thinking about it, you know, try to persuade them not to because, yeah, we've talked about this. We beat this to death. Yeah. It does ruin the game, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I think that, I think that is an admirable thing to do. Number one, you realize that you made a mistake. So that's cool. And you've admitted that's it. That's cool. Yeah, and, that's very cool. And the further missionary work that comes out of this is, hey, don't buy gold. Uh, but to make some sort of physical atonement like that, um, you know, to, 
Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, I, I mean, it's I mean, you need to feel a sting. You need to feel a little bit of a sting, and then you can go on, you know, about your uh, about your business making pure gold. So yeah. All right. Yeah. But thank you very much for sending that in. Absolutely, and I hope it, and I hope things go well for you. Um, that's uh, that's good stuff, and it's uh, show some self uh, some self awareness. So rock on for you. And even better, you switch to the horde. Rock on. Oh yeah, for the horde. <laughs> And we have a great email from Bandel who says, I have a shout out for Hez on the Madorn server. He's just a really cool guy during Whaling Caverns. That's from Bandel. So shout out to you, Hez. Yeah, for, awesome. For being cool during Whaling Caverns. All Absolutely. right. And you know what? At that level, you need somebody to be cool. Oh, yeah, especially with Whaling Caverns because oh, yeah. that just goes on forever. I know. You were cool. I mean, you, you actually ran me through WC once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think we died because I charged in, guns blazing, and it was not the right thing to do. <laughs> I think, God, was that even on the cow? I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, actually, I think it was on uh, the mage. It was the mage and the rogue went in. I think it was. Yep. The, the two of them went, like sauntered in, but we did die because of the guns blazing thing. Yep. Uh, well, because those damn raptors run away from you. Yeah. And they aggro all the other raptors, so then all of a sudden they turn the corner and there's like 50,000 raptors coming from, like, across. <laughs> and you can see them coming. Here's the worst part. You can see them running like from across the way towards you. Mm -hmm. And this is just bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it, it just doesn't end well. I mean, it just, never does. Uh, so, but um, very cool. Shout out to Heads. Yeah, awesome. Hey, Annie Ed and Big V, it's Zendal again. As of right now, I'm 74 and loving every minute of Northrend. Although there were some things that I found kind of funky. There was a quest in Dragonblight, I think, that had me go and kill some Viking dudes. Seems standardish, right? Well, I had to kill 16 of them. Not five, not ten, not fifteen, sixteen. Where do they pull these numbers from? Maybe it's some kind of conspiracy or something. Also, just got to Dalaran, and I gotta tell you, if you thought Shat was bad, ooh boy. When I got there, it was lag fest, the laginatrix, lagtastic, lag sauce with a lag topping. You walk in there and get a laggasm. But one thing that I found awesome about it was the name of the Horde Inn. Rather not spoil it for those who hadn't reached Dalaran yet. Anywho, love the show and can't wait for the next episode. For the Horde! <laughs> so, you, what you're saying there, Zandel, is it's laggy in Dalaran. Is that what I've gathered from? Yeah, it seems like you're, you know, you're wanting to point out that there's some sort of lag issue there. Uh, just a little bit, I mean, yeah. you, you were a little obtuse about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, yeah, so just to be clear. I mean, don't mince words. You know, <laughs> tell us what's really happening what's there. What's really happening the... there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think uh, you painted a very vivid picture of what to expect in Dalaran. <laughs> Good luck fishing in that fountain. <sighs> yep. Uh, very. Yeah, I don't know where the blizz pull. They're all derivatives of eight too. So I don't know. Maybe it's like this weird cult thing with blizz that they're into the number eight or four or something i don't know well isn't this a cult i mean aren't we part of like a cult nah 
Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I mean, always got the Kool Aid out. So all right. yeah, but thank you for sending that in. We get an email from Slurg, formerly Small Who, who says, "Dear any Ed, I'm really enjoying the show and can't wait for your Winter Vale special. That'll be the next show." Yes. Uh, yes. Now that Mrs. Slurg is part of the guild, I'll see if I can get her to listen as well. Well, I'll let you know how that goes. Also, I have an anonymous shout-out to an anonymous member of an anonymous guild on the Matarin server. So there I was in guild chat complaining loudly about how impossible it was for a level 30 to afford a mount. Suddenly, without solicitation, a guild member appears and hands over 45 shiny gold pieces. He tells me to go enjoy my new mount. I was excited, overjoyed, ecstatic even. Then reality came crashing down. If I get my mount before Mrs. Slurg, I'll be sleeping on the couch for weeks. So after receiving permission from this anonymous person, we go and buy Mrs. Slurk her giant purple riding ostrich and split the rest, which provided us with enough coin to finish training. So half an hour later, I'm checking my mail when this same anonymous person sent me another 50 gold and informed me in no uncertain words that this should be sufficient coinage. All in all, this player provided 95 gold to people he had never met before, and we gave him nothing more than a thanks. It was a show of generosity fitting for this holiday season. And that is from Slurg, formerly Small Hoop. Very cool. Nice. That is really awesome to heal. And I see you're keeping them very anonymous. Uh, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't wish to be known to, to the world. That's okay. But very cool. Nice shout out. Rock on for our anonymous gold giver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very cool. And I do like that you actually took into the consequences of getting a mount before Mrs. Slurg. Because, yeah, you would have been on that couch. Yeah. Oh, totally. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I would have done it. Uh, so, oh, yeah. You would have been on the couch. Uh, but thank you for sending in that, uh, in- informing us of that fabulous act, Ed. That is a fitting act uh, for the holiday season. True. I, I do like hearing that anytime, but it's even better when it's this time of year. So rock on for you. And we get an email, uh, and I'll get to the name at the end, uh, who writes in This person writes in and says, hey, Annie, Ed, and Big Fee, I have a story for you. I think I may need to nominate myself for either a Butt Cheek of the Week award or at, least a ver- or at the very least a Digital Darwin award. Why? <laughs> Let me tell you the tale of Zanjin. The Suicidal Troll Shaman. Over on the Sentinel server, my wife and I were leveling some alts. She was working up a blood elf rogue named Kasori, and I was working on my troll shaman named Zanjin. We made both of them at about the same time, and so these two characters have been together from the start, despite their obvious racial differences. Now, as I greatly detest the barons, once I got done with things in Duratar, I hauled my scrawny troll backside over to Silvermoon and started the quest in the Ghostlands with Kasori. All was well, and we were rocketing up levels rather quickly. Then we were given the task to retake Windrunner Spire. Scourge Banshees and Cultists fell before Kasori's blades and my mastery of the elements. We stormed up the spire and rampaged through the ranks of the undead, but we soon became overwhelmed. Their numbers kept on growing and hope seemed lost when a blood elf mage named Eve Shadow joined us. Aha! Again, we cut a path of destruction through the spire, and finally we had completed our task, but we found our path out behind us was clogged with scourge reinforcements. What were we to do? 
Well, Kasorian, even Shadow, in typical Blood Elf Grayson style, ran and leapt off the spire and made perfect ten-point dives into the murky ocean waters below. Well, naturally. <laughs> Zanjin, however, did not pay attention to which way the Blood Elves ran off the tower to execute their dives. But refusing to be outdone, the shaman charged off the tower, yelling a mighty, Banza! Oh, shit! Splat! If the pathetic gill did not tip you off, our troll hero did not hit the water and instead did a cannonball in the solid rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. So while the blood elves were falling over themselves laughing, Zanjin got back to his body, pulled himself out of the crater he had made, and grumbled mightily when he saw that he did not complete his task. He had missed a banshee or two. So, cursing mightily, Zanjin ascended the spire again with the blood elves in tow and quickly made short work of the undead. However, once again, they found themselves cut off from an easy exit. This time, Zanjin was not about to be shown up by two blood elves and charged off the tower, first to make a heroic dive into the water below. Again, he mightily cried out, (laughs) (laughs) That was genius. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I love it. Okay, all right, then. Center and go. Again, he mightily cried out, Booyah! Oh, shit! Blam. Yep, he missed the ocean. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, by this time, my wife is almost on the floor laughing her rear off, and Eve Shadow is chatting with my wife and can almost not top from laughing so hard. So, if you're ever out in the ghost lands and find two oddly shaped craters under Windrunner Spire, just think of Zanjin, the suicidal troll shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, you know, dude, I'm sorry that you uh, that you bounced there, but <laughs> you know, at least you got a good story out of it. Twice! Uh, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I, Great. I, I was with your wife on the floor when I read that. <laughs> Awesome story, and yeah, fessed up. Uh, God, that's great. That that, that just is. <laughs> and I know exactly where you're talking about, guys. Yep. I mean, I had, I had the Madge hurtling off of that thing once, and uh, I think I splatted on the rocks myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they respawn evilly in that oh, place. Yep, I know exactly. Yeah, they just come back. You can't kill them fast enough. I Ooh. usually save like a hearth for that one. Oh yeah! Like I get done with it and just hearth out because trying to fight your way back, forget it. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> forget it, you're done. But that is awesome. Thank you so much for sending hey, that thanks, in. Thanks, man. Excellent. All right. Well, we have not one but two callouts. 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 Yes. Oh yeah, we gotta call them out because hey, people, people deserve to be called out when they are, <laughs> and and we're just the people to do it to. Yep. This comes to us from Offline, who says, hey, hey, got a call out for you. Such an ass pipe. And you know what? Just to stop you there, the minute I saw the word ass pipe, I knew it had to be off. Because off <laughs> has just the greatest epithets I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, just genius, groovy stuff. I mean, ass pipe. Who, I mean, who else would say ass pipe? Off. Only our buddy off. And just since I've said it like four times already, I'm gonna say it again. Ass pop. You know, actually it just sums it up. Actually, no, let me go one better. Ass pop, ass pop, ass pop, ass pop, ass pop, ass pop, ass pop. <laughs> okay, sorry, but just to, uh, as an aside there, 
off great that is just way cool see you soon man okay we continue was in Skolasar Basin when someone asked in general where's the horde base after no response he said anyone it's not that hard to type so I replied and said there isn't a horde base there's fair he asked and I answered so he starts calling me a nooblet and saying that my life will be better with you on the ignore list. I told him that if him ignoring me fulfills his life that much, I'm happy to have been of service. So to Shadow of the Bloodbonded Guild, Horde, Doran, needs a call out for being a twat. Offline. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. What a Yahoo. Oh, God. And, you know, he summed it up. Such an ass pop. Such an ass pipe. You got it. Absolutely. And, well, we're glad you let us know about him. Yeah, seriously. If I run into this guy, yeah, he's done. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, as, as a matter of fact, I will probably look him up. <laughs> and chase him around going, ass pipe, ass pipe, ass pipe, ass pipe. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> either that or just spam the word twat. Uh, <laughs> several times. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> man. And we get one from uh, Online. Hey, On. Who writes, Hey, Annie Ed. Off and I were doing some quests for the Oracles when we ran into Bannister of the Matador Guild on our server. The guy comes up and ninjas quest mobs off us. Then later on, when he was fighting a boss, we let him die as payback. Good. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, totally appropriate course of action there. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I highly approve. Rock on right. for you guys. Yep. He comes up to us and starts abusing us for not helping him, then told off that no one on the server likes us. Out of 10,000 people plus, 10,000 plus people? Really? We're that famous? And walked off. <laughs> I sent him a tell saying that he needs to get a life and stop being so nasty, then put him on ignore. But unfortunately, he probably won't take my advice. So, we'd like to give him a call out on your show for being a dick. That's right. Okay, that's it for now. I'm going to go eat some chocolate. On All right. <laughs> All right. Very, uh, very good stuff. Those, those guys both need call outs. So... Glad we could. Uh, glad we could. Yeah, glad we could lot them up for you. <laughs> and to all you jackasses out there, don't piss off people who pay for bandwidth. Or know of people who pay for bandwidth. Well, actually, that's yeah. That I was uh, getting there, but uh, yeah, it didn't come out as cool as I wanted it to. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thank you to everyone who sent in emails for this show. Awesome, yeah. awesome, cool stuff. Thanks. Good stuff, guys. You know, this has been just such a weird show. Why ruin it with a lot of extra chit-chat at the as we come to the close of, of this show? Thank you very much for listening. And hopefully by our next show, the cold and flu season will have be, be gone. And Auntie Ed will be back to her chip herself. But if you'd like to send us in anything, please do email address fthradio at gmail.com. If you want to send something to 
any other staff member, eh, look them up on the website. We ain't going through all their emails this time. No, we're not. No, no. I will give you the call-in line, though. 206-888-3130. Website, www.forthehorderadio.com. And thank you for listening to this bizarre and strange and weird episode of For the Horde Radio. We will return in three weeks. You know what? I'm not even going to do the three things. That's that's how bad it's been. Yes, that's how awful and and just that's just what it is. I ain't even doing the three things this time. I know. I know. I'm not even doing it. So, so you know what? We'll just, you know, we'll just shoot this episode down right now and just, we'll just bring it to a close. Here we go. Joy to the world. Sorry. <laughs> oh, come on, do it. Nope. Do it. <laughs> nope. Do it. I've done it the past two times. Do it. No, I did it the time before. I didn't do it last show. <laughs> no, you're not. So I'm waiting now. <laughs> you won't read emails until I do it. Got plenty of time tonight. <laughs> nope. Waiting. Okay. Reading the email. Once more with the... <laughs> <laughs> a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> there, here we go. Oh, but you won't do reading in the emails? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I won't do reading in the emails, but I'll do that. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> but, and uh, something happens here. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> that's some definite laser. Even with me just, you know, chanting the word ass pipe. <laughs> it's an hour and six minutes of ass pipe, ass pipe, ass pipe. You know, and now for the emails, ass pipe, ass pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and now, view from the barn, ass pipe, ass pipe. <laughs>